Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Don't y'all love losing an hour? Man, for the life of me, I don't understand it. I still don't get it. Why do we want to mess with time? We're always trying to redeem time, so why are we springing forward and leaving, a new, uh, leaving an hour alone? That's, that's just messed up to me, but guys, I am so thankful for everyone who is able to make it this morning. So thankful that you were able to come out in this horribly nasty, cold, wet weather, but at the same time, I am thankful to be able to be with my brothers and sisters here in Christ to worship the Lord together. This morning, we do have a special guest for y'all. Some of y'all know no, uh, Jim. Jim Arnold is no stranger to Union County. You've been in Union County for how long now? Uh, we were evacuated out in 2002. But Jim brought one of the biggest blessings to my life, and her name is Janelle. Most of y'all know Janelle Arnold. She went to school here, played basketball here. She is a great individual to be around. She keeps me on my toes. And me and Jonathan Lodge used to call her our shared ministry because we would fight over whose church she was going to come to. And unfortunately, Jonathan won quite a bit. It kind of made me mad. But at the same time, he has also brought with him a pastor from Burkani Faso, correct? Burkino Faso. Yeah, I knew I was going to mess that up. But Pastor Yonley is from this area. And there's something... I want to give you a little intro about this area this morning. If any of you remember the terrorist attack, I think it was in 2018, where a city square was pretty much bombed in a country in Africa, this is the country where Pastor Yonley lives. Not only that, I mean, if you're watching the news, the country is on the news all the time with terrorist attacks, with um, the fighting that is still going on against terrorism. But, you know, it's one thing to hear it from the news, but I'd rather hear it from the aspect of a pastor that is on the ground there of what's going on and what he's doing to share the gospel. Now, pa uh, Jim Arnold is with I IGM, International Global Missions. Just make sure I got that right. And he, while he is not one of our missionaries that we support right now he is one that we've got our eyes on so this is kind of your audition dude if you mess this up it's all on you okay it ain't on me it's all up to you from here but guys i want you to do me a favor welcome uh, welcome jim and pastor yonley to the stage this morning to introduce ourselves. My name is Jim Arnold, my wife, uh, Denise. Where's your I think they eBay'd it. <laughs> you got nothing? That's right, I can use that one. Truck. Hello? You got it? All right. Good day. All right. That was a lot quicker than it would happen in Africa, I guarantee you. It is a delight, to, again, to be here. Um, my wife and I 
are serving with uh, International Gospel Missions. We've been with them, uh, this is our 34th year. Denise and I started out as missionaries in Ivory Coast, and we would spend uh, four years at a time, come back for a year, go back for four, and back in uh, 2001, 2002, Ivory Coast went through three coups in four years, and uh, we were uh, forced out of our home. So when, when that happened, we came back to the States. Ivory Coast went into civil war for 10 years after that, and uh, the mission asked me to take over West Africa. So I've been doing that. Um, we're also uh, refocusing back on Cote d'Ivoire, otherwise known as Cote Ivory Coast, and uh, continuing with our church planning ministries there. In addition, they gave me the, the uh, opportunity to take over our orphanage arm for IGM. We have a thousand orphans and orphanages in 12 countries. So I, in, the, in the process of everything with everything else I do, I spend time traveling around raising for uh, orphan support. So I encourage you to be praying for us. Um, one family trying to make a difference and, and it's exciting what uh, God is doing. And I have with me this morning, Pastor Yanli. Uh, he's from uh, Africa. Twice a year, I, I'll be, I travel around the States with a team from uh, Africa. We'll, our mission invites a pastor over. And I take him around to, uh, in a six-week period, we try to get into as many churches as we can. You say, well, why do we do that? Why do we bring them here? Well, we, first of all, is to help promote their ministries and to share with our churches here what God is doing. Uh, he's from the country of Burkina. Uh, mo many of the people in our churches don't even know where Burkina is or if it even really exists. Well, it does, and it's located in West Africa. But uh, secondly, we help try to promote some of their projects. Uh, Burkina Faso this morning is a country, it's the fourth poorest country in the world. Out of 188 countries, it's number 185. And uh, so when you, when you bring that into focus, you, you realize that they don't have the funds to be able to do things that need to be done to build churches and those kind of things. And so they need that additional, that additional help. Uh, not only is it the fourth poorest country, but uh, the average wage a day is $1.50. And only uh, uh, just... Right around 50% of the country makes that. Uh, the rest of them do not. And so these are some of the uh, obstacles that um, Pastor Yanli is dealing with. But thirdly, we trust that it's an encouragement to you. Uh, encouragement to you and, and your missions programs. And as you hold the ropes as others go, it encourages you and it allows you to hear what God is doing in these various countries. Pastor Yanli's doesn't speak much English. I think he might understand a little bit more. He's trying to learn as he's here. So he speaks French. So I'll be interpreting from him. He comes from uh, Burkina Faso. And there, Burkina Faso, as the pastor mentioned, is one of the uh, hot spots in all of Africa for terrorism. And the reason for that is the, pres the last president they had, he said, well, we'll he made a deal with the rebels and the terrorists, and he says, listen, 
You can use our country to, to move about. You leave our people alone, we'll leave you alone. And uh, that seemed to work for Burkina. The new president said no. He said, you're terrorists for a reason and we don't want you in our country and we will do anything we can to stop you. And so now they've doubled down on that country. And when we're talking about terrorist activities, they're going into villages, they are just wiping out villages, they are burning down churches, they are killing Christians. His uh, father's village, just uh, last Monday, they went through there and killed 78 people. And um, Pastor Yanli and his wife are right on the, that, that front line. They're within 40 kilometers of where all this is happening, and 40 kilometers, about 25 miles distance, and they keep moving on down. And so his, his, his ministry is, is right there. They're getting a lot of uh, influx from uh, these refugees that are leaving these villages, coming down towards their area. They're within the, the closest clinic that they have is two hours from uh, their location. And so there is no medical help for them. His wife is finishing up her, her studies as a doctor. Uh, she has a medical uh, team that uh, she's working with. She has a year left in her to, to, to graduate from that. And uh, so one of the, the, the main project that we're working on in these five weeks that he's here is a medical center. They have to have a medical center to, to work out of. They are losing people that people that are dying of things that sh should not be dying of that. But there's, there's no, no, no way to take care of them, no place to, to uh, keep them. And so they are trying to help with that. We're raising $30,000. God has brought in 18 of that. And uh, so we're kind of on a downhill side. And this morning, uh, as you give, please keep that in mind. Anything you give goes, will go towards that and uh, we'll help them out. But uh, you, I think you'll be uh, excited to hear what God is doing. There is a display in the back. Pick up our trifolds, take them home. Uh, pray for us. If you want to help support our ministry, the show's in the, in the trifolds, how you can do that. There's also a um, sign-up sheet. If you want to receive his prayer letter, um, just sign up, put your email address, uh, make sure you write it so we can read it. And uh, if you don't have an email address, you can just put a snail mail down and uh, we'll make sure that you get um, a letter. But uh, at this time, then I'm going to turn it over to uh, Pastor Yanli. Morning, everybody. Bonjour tout le monde. How are you doing? Comment ça va? God bless you. C'est tout mon anglais comme ça. That's all the English I know. Je suis vraiment très content d'être là ce matin. I'm truly excited to be here this morning. Et je bénis le Seigneur pour le cadre que vous avez pour le louer. C'est vraiment merveilleux. And I thank the Lord for the, uh, the um, church that you have to worship him in this morning. Je dis merci donc au pasteur et à toute l'église pour cette opportunité qu'on me donne donc de partager ce que je fais dans le ministère. I want to thank the pastor and the congregation for the opportunity to be here this morning and share our ministry. Et je suis vraiment très content de ce monsieur qui est un homme tout terrain vraiment. And uh, I'm thankful for Jim for the opportunity that 
he uh, will travel with me. Alors, je viens du Burkina Faso. I come from Burkina Faso. Uh, un petit pays en Afrique de l'Ouest. A little country located in West Africa. Environ 20 millions d'habitants. About uh, 20 million people. Mais un pays qui connaît vraiment une situation extrême. But uh, it's a country that is going through an extreme situation. In addition to the poverty that, that we face, we're dealing with the uh, terrorist activities. And that uh, makes things very difficult. Alors, je suis marié. I'm uh, married. Dieu m'a donné la plus belle femme du Burkina. God's given me the meanest woman in all of Burkina. <laughs> Ce que j'ai dit ne fait pas rire, Jim. <laughs> He says what I said uh, wasn't funny and they're laughing. <laughs> Mais c'est pas ça? I'm married to the most beautiful woman in all of Burkina. <laughs> Donc Dieu nous a béni avec deux enfants. God has blessed us with two children. Et nous sommes heureux de le servir. And we're excited about serving him. Alors je voudrais partager avec vous comment est-ce que je suis venu au Seigneur. I want to share with you this morning how I came to know Christ. J'avais donc environ 12 ans. I was about uh, 12 years of age. Lorsque j'ai été invité pour la première fois à l'église. And I was invited to uh, the, a church for the first time. Donc une précision importante, je viens d'une famille non chrétienne. But uh, you got to realize that I came from a, a non-Christian family. Et nous dans notre famille, ce que nous faisons, nous adorons les idoles. And in our family, what we did is we worshipped idols. Et l'adoration des idoles ressemble un peu à ce qui se passait dans l'Ancien Testament. And the worshiping of idols uh, kind of resembled of what went on in the Old Testament days. Alors nous utilisons des poulets des moutons, des bœufs pour sacrifier, pour demander la protection we, aux idoles. We would kill chickens and, and, and sheep and goats to, to sat, make sacrifices to, to the evil one. Et lorsque j'ai été invité, and, and when I was invited, je ne voulais pas vraiment aller à l'église. I, I really wasn't interested in going to church. Ça n'allait pas avec mes convictions religieuses. It wasn't part of my religious uh, convictions. Mais je n'avais rien à faire. But I had nothing to do. Et je ne voulais pas rester seul. And I didn't raison. want to stay alone at home. Alors j'ai dit à mon ami, il n'y a pas de problème, je viendrai à l'église pour voir. And I said, I told my friend, well, listen, I, I, I'll go to church, your church and see what's going on. Et c'était donc un réveillon de Noël. And it was Uh, the evening uh, Christmas Eve. Et quand je suis allé à And when I went to the church, émerveillé. I was I was surprised Parce qui se with what was going on there. Les très the the singing was was very interesting. Nous avons toute la nuit. We sang all night Nous long. Avons fait des pas de danse. We did dancing all night. Et And it was just fabulous. Et à la fin, mon ami. And at the end, I, I approached my friend. Et je lui ai And I asked him. Comme ça, à Is this how churches all the time? He said yes. He said, well, you know, then I want to, I want to come again. He said, that's great. He says, because tomorrow is Christmas. And, and I was already tired. Didn't, they didn't enter, enter a home until about five in the morning. And he said, then I had to get ready to go back to church. And again, it was the same thing. There was the singing and there was the celebration. And then... 
all of a sudden, un homme adulte s'est levé et s'est tenu devant. This uh, elder gentleman stood up in front. Et il a expliqué le sens de la célébration. And he began to preach il on the celebration of Christ. De Dieu qui envoie son fils sur la terre. And he talked about uh, God who sent his son to this earth. J'ai dit mais c'est quelle histoire ça? He said, I, what, what, what kind of je story was that? Entendu parler de ce Says, I've never heard of this. Et je veux vraiment plus apprendre and de I wanted histoire. to learn and hear more about it. Et dit à mon ami, and I told my friend, je veux juste venir, je ne veux pas être I said, I, 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 I will keep coming. He didn't receive Christ, but I'll keep coming. Mais je veux comprendre davantage ce que cette histoire because I want to continue to hear what dit, okay, going pas on. Problème. He said, all right. And uh, as I started going, I got involved in the Sunday school class. And uh, the class was taught by a missionary lady from uh, America. And as I began to learn a little bit by little bit by little bit, quelque chose se produisait dans mon cœur. Something began to happen in my life. Un jour, elle a sur de Dieu. And one day she taught on the love of God. Et And while she was teaching, à faire la I began to make the comparison Entre ce que ma fait. With, between what my family was doing and what Jesus did. And she talked about the freedoms that we could have in Jesus Christ. And at, at that point, my, my heart was sealed. And I said, I want to receive Christ. Uh, with Jesus, everything was free. But with serving the idols, you, there's, there's an expense in it. You've got you to buy the chickens, you've got to buy the sheep, you've got to buy the cows. And it's just stressful. Alors, de ma vie à Jésus. And I realized the truth and, and gave my heart to Jesus. And she prayed with me. Et chose a en moi. And as a result, my life changed. Mais, très chose se and so God began to work within my life. Je viens de ma vie à Jésus. I gave my heart to Christ. Now, the problem was, what was I going to tell my dad? Et ça, and, and that was difficult. And I took my courage and, and I went to see my father. And I said to my father, I said, Father, I, I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. He was angry. He said, this is not possible. He said, you were chosen by the family to carry on the, the, the fetish and idol worship. You can't accept Christ. Papa, ma décision est déjà prise. I said, you know what? I said, it's too late. My decision has already been made. And he went into the house and he grabbed all my belongings. Et il a and he threw it all outside. Et il frappé. And he started beating me. Et il dit, va, Jésus va he de said, toi. you go and let your Jesus take care of you. I was 12 years old. Et je me demandais, faut faire? And I said, 
what am I going to do now? And I thought, well, I'll go to the country next to us. Try to find some work. And so I, I grabbed my belongings and I started uh, my, my trip to Niger. And so when I left uh, the house and, and with all my belongings, I headed to the bus stop. I didn't even have a, a, a cent on me. And on my way there, I was hoping I would run into somebody that would pay for my uh, bus fare. And while I was uh, heading to the bus stop, I, I ran across a family that uh, was from the church I was visiting. He says, where are you, where are you going this, this morning so early? I couldn't even begin to explain and tears just were flowing. And he took me into his home. And I shared with him everything that had happened. And so he placed me in another family in the church. And they said, you are welcomed in our family and we'll care for you. And I experienced what Jesus said. When you have to leave, when you leave your family, your father and your mother, because of me, I will give you other brothers and sisters in Christ. And it was through that family that I grew in the ways of the Lord. Three years later, God uh, spoke to me and called me into service. And so I, I, I was trained on how to teach uh, Sunday school uh, class. And after that, I started... Uh, uh, doing good news clubs around the community. And I was preaching the gospel of Christ. And I started 17 clubs. And after I finished my studies, I, I was headed on to university, so I had to leave the area and head, back, head towards the capital city for that. And it was... Through that, that God opened the door for me to go to Bible school. Donc, trois ans après ma formation, and, je travaillais donc auprès de mon beau-père. And after three years of completing my Bible school, I, I went into ministry working with my father-in-law. Et nous avons travaillé ensemble pendant six ans. And we worked together for six years. Et le Seigneur, en 2019, nous a mis à cœur donc de commencer un ministère. In 2019, God uh, spoke to my heart and said, uh, wanted me to start a new ministry. Et c'est là que nous avons découvert donc Big Togo. And that's where we started our new ministry in the village of Big Togo. Et le contexte de Big Togo est vraiment particulier. And the, uh, the context of Big Togo, what we saw there was just really astonishing. Environ 3,000 habitants. Over 3,000 people there. Pas d'eau. No water. Pas d'électricité. No electricity. Pas de centre médical. No medical centers. Et les populations souffrent véritablement. And the population in that area and the area around was just suffering. Nous avons commencé l'église avec une payotte. And so we started the, uh, the uh, church with just a little pavilion. Et pendant six mois. And then in, 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 
in the first six months, nous avons prêché. we preached. Mais pas un seul enfant venu but à not one child came to the church. Because it was a, a population 95% Muslim. And so we began talking amongst ourselves, what, what are we going to do to change this? And, and God uh, showed us uh, a need among the people. There was a little school there and the kids were going to school there but they were having a difficult time in their schooling. And so I, I, I decided that maybe the, the inroad would be to help tutor these kids after their schooling to bring them up to the level they need to be. And so they started coming. And so when they came, <laughs> we spent the first 30 minutes uh, teaching them the Word of God. And then after that, I, I begin to help them in, in their studies. And, and God just began to work uh, miraculously through that. And today there's two children of uh, two girls of the imam. If you know what an imam is, two, two of his daughters uh, are members of our church today, have been saved and are members of our church today through that program. Donc, il de Munira et de Awa. And uh, he's talking about Munia and Awa. Qui sont venus à notre cours They came to, to be tutored. Et un jour, donc, de les and so one day, uh, they were coming secretly. The father didn't know they were coming, and, and one day I decided to go visit them in their, in their courtyard. And when the, when the children saw me, they came running up to me. And they said, they told their father, this is the one that is helping us with our schooling. And now our, 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 our grades are top in the class, and it's because of, of him. And the father said, okay, well, then I'll, con I'll give you the blessings to continue to go and, and, and get your training. And then through, through the teaching them and tutoring of them, God uh, reached down and spoke to their hearts and they gave themselves to Christ. And then as the, the new school year began to start, the, uh, the imam himself came to visit us at church. And he said, I, I, I realize that you're doing a good work for our area. He says, you see now, my children are your children now. But I have a difficulty in keeping them in school and helping pay their their tuition. Que vous nous aider? Can you help us? And the church, uh, by the grace of God, was able to take up their schooling for that. In addition to that ministry, we also have a, a soccer team. Vous savez, 
You see, in our area, soccer brings everybody together. And so we decided we'd start up a team with the, with the kids in the village. And when they come to, uh, to be taught and, and to train, we always started with prayer. We always started with uh, uh, the Word of God. And then we went to the field and started working. And it became a, a great opportunity for us because we were able to to organize tournaments and, and, and bring in uh, other teams from villages all around. And everybody in the villages, they all come out to watch the games. And so that, that just opened up the door again for us to just continue to preach the gospel to them. And God is working through that ministry. In addition, we do the evangelistic films. And that's a little bit of a challenge for us because we, were, we don't have the, uh, the material, the, uh, the um, generators and, and all that, so we have to rent it. And so to, to rent it all and to do that, uh, it, it only affords us to be able to do that maybe a couple times a year. And when I say we, we do evangel, uh, evangelism outreach, we, we get a minimum of 500 or more that come to these. Nous continuons aussi avec le ministère des clubs. Nous implantons dans les villes de Ouagadougou des clubs un peu partout. And we've started uh, uh, Good News Clubs around the, the capital city. Nous avons aujourd'hui cinq et le plus grand compte au moins 300 enfants. We have five Good News Clubs on the outskirts of the capital city and the largest is over 300 children. Et le plus petit, minimum 100 and our smallest uh, club in that area is one is a hundred children. Nous au pour ce fait. And we're we thank God for what He's doing. Alors nous voulons donc partager. Oui. Nous chaque année des camps bibliques. And then uh, the other ministry they have is every year they do a Bible camp. And what's interesting about the Bible camp, it's not just uh, church children that are coming, but it's children from all over. And we bring these children in and, and provide the, um, the transportation for them to all come in. And we invite the, the non-Christian families, uh, children, to come in and join us. And then we, our camp is 10 days, and, and we spend the 10 days with them, teaching them the Word of God. Notre dernier camp de l'année passée a mobilisé 500 enfants. And uh, last uh, summer, our camp was over 500 children. And at the end of that camp, 36 of those children gave their heart to Jesus. Je voudrais donc partager... Wait, wait. Je voudrais partager un verset biblique avec vous. And in closing this morning, I'd like to just uh, share a couple verses with you. Matthieu chapitre 9. Matthew chapter 9, 
36 says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they were fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth labors into his harvest. Amen. Amen. Dans ce passage, nous voyons Jésus lui-même. In this passage, we see Jesus himself. He went from village to village, area to area, preaching the good news. And what interests me about this verse is he wasn't only interested in preaching the good news. He said as he looked upon the people, he says that his his heart was filled with compassion for them. Ce qui veut dire que Jésus était préoccupé par donc la vie de ceux avec qui il était en contact. And, and what that illustrates to me is that God was concerned about the life that these people were living and involved in. Et Jésus utilise une image forte ici. And he, he shared an image that, that is, is very speaking. Et il dit des brebis sans he said these were, they were like sheep étaient, without a shepherd. They, they had no direction. Maybe the concept of, of sheep without a shepherd is harder for you to, to understand, but if you come to Burkina, we, we, can, we can show you that. The animals are just running wild all over the place. Quand vous regardez vraiment ces animaux, leur situation fait pitié. And when you when you looked at when you look at these animals, they're just running all over. There is no direction in, in, in their in their lives. L'état des brebis sans berger. Qu'est-ce que ça signifie? And, and so uh, here we have sheep without a shepherd. What does that signify? Ça veut dire que ces brebis n'ont pas de direction. Says, it means that these sheep have no direction. Ça veut dire que ces brebis sont donc affamés. Parce qu'ils n'ont pas de quoi manger. The, these these um, sheep are, are, are famished. They have uh, no food. Quand nous à Big Togo, and when we arrived at our village in Big Togo, we, we sensed that same thing with our people. They, they all had needs. And we realized that the biggest need that they have was they needed Jesus in their lives. And he added something important here. Il dit à ses disciples, he said to his disciples, Priez le maître de la moisson. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest pour des that he would send forth laborers. And Jesus has shared this with because there's an urgency. Even in today, there's an urgency of, need, of the need of laborers. The harvest is large. And you realize that just him and his disciples couldn't, couldn't cover it all. And so what is he telling us this morning? That, that uh, uh, winning people to Christ is the responsibility of us all. Every one of us has a place 
in ministry, some place that we fit in ministry. Certainement que nous n'allons pas tous faire la même chose. It's certainly that we can't all do the same thing. But there is, is something that we can do. We, we can all participate in, in, in how God has blessed us. And the least that we can do is we can be in prayer. In addition to praying. We can also, we can also uh, uh, bless uh, the ministry by giving. Through our giving, we can uh, see, send people here and there and all over the world. And, and why not? If God is speaking to your heart this morning to be a missionary, why, why can't you go? And our country in, uh, in Burkina is in desperate need. Of help. Je prie vraiment que le Seigneur fasse résonner son amour davantage pour ses peuples. And I, we're, our prayer is that God will continue to 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 wake up people for the cause of Christ et in Burkina. Vraiment besoin de vos prières pour donc Big Togo et pour tout le Burkina. And I truly, we need your prayers for our village area of Big Togo and also for our whole country, Burkina. Et ma prière est que Jésus à la fin puisse nous dire bon et fidèle serviteur. And our prayer is that one day when we stand before God, he says to us, well done, thou faithful servant. Enter dans la joie de ton maître. Enter with joy. Que Dieu vous bénisse. May God bless you. Au nom de Jésus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. As I'm sitting there listening to everything going on, there's a dual picture going on in my mind. Most of y'all know how my mind works. It's in 500 places at one time. But I'm sitting here and I'm listening to all this. And the story, the story in Acts chapter 11 starts coming to my mind about how the church in Jerusalem, they were, they were undergoing some hard times. But they were also hearing some great reports of what was taking place. So the church in Jerusalem sent out a gentleman by the name of Barnabas to go out and to see what was going on. So go out, check it out, and come back and give us a report. And he went to many places. He went to many places all over, all over the uh, countryside hearing about what Jesus was doing in the lives of people and what was taking place even in a little place called Antioch. And when the church of Antioch received Barnabas, they heard about what was going on in Jerusalem. And their heart was broken. Their heart was broken because from Jerusalem, this message had come of Jesus Christ. From Jerusalem, it was the place where it all took place, where Jesus was set, killed for us. And they had a response. They had a huge response. Antioch not only sent money, 
They also sent people. They also sent people. And you know, I don't know where God's laying your heart this morning. Only you and God know that. I don't know, I'm not saying that he's calling you anywhere in the world. But I do know this. He is calling you. He is calling you to go, therefore, and make disciples of every nation. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them all that you have commanded. And remember this. That I'm with you. I'm with you until the very end. He is calling. He's calling all of us. And this morning I am so thankful to hear of the work he's doing on the other side of the world. It does me good to see that little Blairsville, Georgia, Podunk, Georgia, middle of nowhere, has an opportunity to have a huge impact on the gospel. So this morning as Tommy and our praise team come back up, we're going to have one more song. Song of worship. But during this time, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you with this. What is God calling you to do? Whether it be here, whether it be elsewhere, what is God calling you to do? After they sing, Brian, you hear me? After they sing, Brian is going to pray us out, dismiss us out in prayer. And you're going to have an opportunity to speak with Pastor Yonley, speak with Jim, but you're also going to have an opportunity to be a part of what's going on. $30,000 is what they need to build this clinic. For those who are really not sure what we're talking about, we're talking about a small hospital. $30,000 is what they need. They've already raised over $18,000. We have an opportunity to be in that. As I'm sitting here thinking, hearing this story, I'm thinking about what a blessing. His wife's the doctor. He's the pastor. What an opportunity he's going to have to reach those people who go to this clinic. So this morning, as they sing, as we stand, I'm going to ask you to do something. Just ask God this question. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And then you respond accordingly as we stand. Hey guys, Pastor Scotty Gerard here, and I just wanted to say thank you for joining us today. We really hope that this has been a resource that's helped you grow in your purpose for God, but also grow in His glory. We also want to extend an invitation to you to join us here in person at Harmony Grove. We are located at 1008 Town Creek School Road in Blairsville, Georgia. We would love for you to come be a part of our service, to be a part of our small groups. If you have children, we have children's classes on Wednesday night and on Sunday morning. And all this information can be found on our website. We'd also like to continue help you in your growth with Christ. If you have a question, maybe a prayer request, or just need to talk to somebody, you can contact us in the emails below in the description, or you can also contact us through our app and through our website, which are also found in the description below. Again, we hope this has been a blessing to you because we know that you joining us today has been a great blessing to us. Thank you so much. God bless.